Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to this episode of Best Camp of My Life, a podcast about MMA. Kind of, but not really, but kind of. I'm your host, Fernanda Prates, and as you may have noticed by the episode description, today's show is a little shorter than usual. Fear not, though, for shorter does not mean any less special. In fact, one could argue that this is an extra special episode on account of it having an extra special guest. I mean, not that all my previous guests weren't all beautiful and amazing and unique and equally loved and cherished, it's just that none of them were actual UFC champions. And this one is, so I'm very much kidding, yes. I love you all. Please do not stop doing my show. I am insecure and have low self-esteem and will take rejection of any kind extremely personally. I will literally die without your validation. In all seriousness, though, or at least in all the seriousness that is possible within the inherent absurdity of human existence, this truly is a special one. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with none other than Brando Moreno, the man who recently captured not only the UFC's flyweight belt, but our collective hearts, basically by being the most fucking adorable creature who has ever walked planet Earth. And yes, I am counting baby seals and red pandas and platypuses, and that one cat with the droopy ears that looks sad all the time. But maybe not skateboard riding bulldogs. I think Morena pretty much ties with skateboard riding bulldogs. But I digress. The point is, yes, I talked to UFC champion Brendan Moreno for a few minutes during a media day here in Mexico City. We unfortunately did not have a lot of time, as this is now, as you can imagine, a very busy man. But we did get to cover topics like dealing with his newfound fame, the age of the nice champion, making mistakes, and the daunting task of finding motivation after achieving a pretty massive massive life goal. Also, Legos. In any case, here's our chat. Enjoy it or don't. Just remember I wore jeans, brushed my hair, and went all the way to the outsides in order to bring you all this content. Also, on that note, you might notice a bit of a difference from our regular audio due to the fact that this was recorded on the field. It's still pretty good quality though, and I trust you all, my beloved listeners, to be cool with that. Because you're cool in general. Please don't stop loving me. Have I mentioned I will literally die without your validation? Brendan, first of all, this is my impression, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like after the first Davison fight, there was a big sort of 
spike in attention for you okay. just the amount of media you were doing the amount of like i was seeing you everywhere uh it seemed like people began to get more interested about you as a person than just as a fighter and then obviously <laughs> now being a champion there's a lot of that too but yeah. i guess my question how has that part of adjusting been for you like how have you been adjusting to the attention has it been difficult at all no nah, i mean it's crazy all this attention you know it's it's so new for me because before this uh, last fight, everything changed with, you know, with, with the dry in December against Figueredo. Um, but it doesn't have any comparison with this, with this moment in my life. I'm, I'm living the dream. Obviously it's hard, you know, and, and I've, I feel a little bit tired sometimes, yeah. but I'm trying to enjoy you know, this moment, you know, put my, my best face and put, yeah. you know, I'll be very positive with this and enjoy the moment, you know. Uh, again, it's a little bit tired, but definitely I'm living the dream. I prefer to do this, you know, yeah. with the title, you know, so. <laughs> One thing that I heard you talk about after the fight was how challenging that camp was for you. I think you talked about like it taking two or three years of your life, not just physically, <laughs> but mentally. Why was that? Yeah, and that is, is, I mean, it's literal, you know. I mean, not about the, the, the time of my life, I don't know that. Maybe yes, you never know. But this training camp was so hard for me because it was so long. It's the, it's, it's the longest camp in my career, definitely. Because I am start to think about Figueredo since the first moment when I stepped over to, uh, uh, yeah, over is the word? No, when, you, I, I, when I go uh, out of the octagon okay, last right. December, yeah. uh, Dana White came with me and said, hey, Brandon, enjoy Christmas, enjoy your family, spend time with them, uh, and see you next year for mm -hmm. the rematch. And I promise I, tr I try so hard to, you know, to be with my family, spend mm -hmm. time with them, but some part of my mind was still there, you know, thinking about Figueredo, thinking about what will happen in the next fight mm -hmm. and when will be the fight, the, uh, will be the, the next fight. And it started in the year, starting January, I start, start to go to the gym and, and, and work so hard, yeah. you know, the game plan, you know, uh, my mentality too. Mm -hmm. Definitely my mentality was the key, the key of my victory that night. Um, and you know, the last, obviously the game plan works really good. Mm -hmm. Speaking of mentality, I think you became sort of known as the Cinderella story because you had difficulties, right? Like you didn't have that clear path to the top. You had your first run in the UFC. You had a couple of losses. You were cut. You knew talked about how hard that period was for you a few times. But then you came back and you became champion. And I think a lot of people... You, you had your struggles. Um, and I'm sure, you know, in an ideal world, you probably just want to get your champion, your, your belt at like 25 and move on with your life, but that didn't happen. Looking back now, though, do you think that going through all of that, going through all those, those hardships helped you yeah. become the champion that you are today? You know, I, I, I wanted to be like Habib. Yeah. <laughs> but it's hard for some guy with... 20, 27 years old mm -hmm. to understand the life is not perfect, you know? Yeah. It's hard, definitely it's hard. I had bad moments in the past, but, and I, I have a hate-love relationship with that because, I, I mean, I, I hate the moment yeah. because it was so painful in that moment, but at the same time, I, I love the moment because mm -hmm. uh, that, 
gave me an another perception of the life, you know, mm -hmm. and make make me like uh, like this guy, like this Brandon Moreno today, and that's why I'm the best today, you know, mm -hmm. for my experience, you know, just 20, 27 years old, but I, I have too much experience right now. Yeah. This you mentioned. I, I also read in an interview that you talked about. I'm aware that I'm not. A, a Habib champion, like who was invincible, who was, but you said, but I'm a human, a human champion. And I thought that was very interesting because you talk about exactly that. Do you think that, that maybe that's also a good thing as an example for people, you know, that you are this champion who had to deal with some stuff to get to where you are? Definitely. And you, and you know, you know what? I mean, I, I saw in a last interview of Habib mm -hmm. saying something like, you know, this sport was like being in jail and, mm -hmm. you know, and man, For me, in my personal opinion, we need to have an, a balance mm -hmm. in the life, you know? Because, well, it's, it's, it's a kind of cliche, yeah, but, but you need to enjoy, mm -hmm. you know? The, how you say, the way, maybe? The, the road. The road. Yeah. Yeah. Not just the, you know, the end. Just the destination. Exactly, man. exactly. So, yeah, I had too much mistakes, you know? And... Before I was like that, you know, like very focused, very focused in the gym, mm -hmm. uh, eating perfect every single time, mm -hmm. just there. Uh, but right now, I try to have a balance in my life, you know, to enjoy these moments, you know, to enjoy to eat some tacos, you know, to <laughs> to spend time with the family in in you know in the weekends, yeah. and that works for me, and yeah. that's why I try to be like a a real human being in this sport, you know, yeah. because I want to I want to finish my career, no no saying it's a jail, you know, God. I want to finish this. Career career saying was amazing and it was beautiful. Awesome. Um, what, I'm going to ask you, that's a big question. I was asked this and I want to hear your opinion. Okay. Somebody asked me, because now we have champions like Charles Oliveira and Ian Blachowicz and Nganu and now you, that this is the nice champion era. You know, that we had sort of the, <laughs> the trash talking <laughs> and now that we're entering the nice champion era. Do you kind of feel that way too, that maybe people now might be more welcoming to not just niceness, but I think <laughs> your real personality? We have the first era, okay? Mm -hmm, okay? We have the first era. No, I mean, we have, you know, this time with, you know, Conor McGregor, obviously, mm -hmm. the trash talk was very famous. Mm -hmm. Everybody wanted to, to, uh, to say something bad about his opponent in the past, in the press mm -hmm. conference, for example. But, I mean, for example, me, I, I don't feel that, you know? I don't feel the, the necessity of to say something bad of my opponents mm -hmm. or Ferrero saying something bad about me in the press conference or... I don't, I'm not that guy, you know? And the people can see that, you know? If you're fake from the uh, mm -hmm. front to the people, the, the, the people can watch that, mm -hmm. you know? And I prefer to be real, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I prefer to be real in this game. Um, you know, uh, for me, my mission is to make the, being, a, uh, being a nice person mm -hmm. uh, be the, 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 the fashion right now. Yeah. <laughs> you, and one something else interesting in that, because you come across as a very nice person and the Legos and the Funkos, I think, and you're always smiling. I think everybody just kind of feels that. But you told me when I talked to you right after the Formiga fight, Yeah. that there is another Brandon Moreno, and that's the Brandon Moreno that goes into the cage. And I wanted to ask you about that Brandon Moreno, because how, how do you learn to, is it something that kind of you were 
Do you feel like you were born with that side of your personality? Is it something that you have to work on? What do you, what had to switch in your mind for that to work when you get into the octagon? I mean, maybe you can feel like, I don't know, like alter ego maybe. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you can say that if you want. But that Brandon Moreno born after all these okay. bad moments in my mm -hmm. life, you know? Before to be released to the company, I was very, very nice too, you know? Mm -hmm. But I, I, I feel like, I felt like all these uh, emotions mm -hmm. uh, going to the octagon mm -hmm. and don't help too much because at the end of the day, this is for his heart and you need yeah. to be aggressive and you yeah. really want, want to finish the fight mm -hmm. and you want to kick the, the ass of the other guy, mm -hmm. all right? Yeah. And I don't, I don't feel that in that moment, you know, in the other fights, mm -hmm. but all these bad uh, situation, uh, you know, the personal problems, the uh, money problems, uh, UFC say bye-bye to Brandon Moreno, mm -hmm. make some other personality. So right now, right, uh, talking with you, I'm trying to be very nice, you know, mm -hmm. to, to, to enjoy this moment talking with you. But in the moment when Brandon Moreno is going to the octagon, the, the guy need to heal and the guy need to do some pain there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's another guy and I, I'm scared of that guy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that guy here. <laughs> you know, it's, it's nice to be here, me, just me. <laughs> um, one thing, if this was a movie, right, the title win, that would have been a great ending. You went through all the, you went through all the hardships. You got the title. That's lovely. Roll credit. But that's not life. You still have a lot to do and to accomplish. And I know that the belt is kind of more of a symbolic thing, but it is something to strive towards, right? It is an objective. It is something that gets a lot of people in the gym and makes you focus. Now that you have that, now that you've accomplished something that is so major in your sport, what? is driving you now? What are you striving for? What are your goals? Like, what do you think is the thing that's gonna keep you going to the gym every morning now? I'm trying to ask, ask me that question every single night, um, you know, because this was my, my final goal, mm -hmm. you know? I finished some point in my life right now, and I have the title now, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I was dreaming about this moment all my life and now I have the title so but I need to keep uh, keep myself focused you mm -hmm. know because it's not the end definitely mm -hmm. it's not maybe it's the beginning you know maybe yeah. you never know and it, I, I want to make a legacy you know I want to to make a real a legacy of my mm -hmm. life uh, of my for my people you mm -hmm. know for my family for my daughters and I want to do something more for this sport in my country you know yeah. I think we are doing really good stuff here in Mexico with, mm -hmm. but I, f I feel like we need more yeah. you know to put more attention in the sport here in my country so now with the title I know I have uh, the correct mm -hmm. position the correct spot to have my own voice for Mexico and say hey this sport is good you know we are very good in the combat sports you know not just boxing because we are amazing in boxing mm -hmm. you know the Mexico the, the Mexican people know how to throw punches definitely yeah. and it's the same in the mixed martial arts just we need to to, to do a little more work with you know wrestling wrestling yeah. in general so I have the position to do something. Do you think that, because we've had Mexican champions before, Ken Velasquez, Cejudo, but you were the first Mexican born and the first one who had to go through all the obstacles and the hardships that that entails, right? It is a little much, a bit of a different road than being in the US all along, right? So do you feel like that, having that extra, you know, adds to your, to your drive to represent Mexico? No, I'm, I mean, 
I really appreciate the, the, the work of these guys, you know, mm -hmm. the Henry Cejudo of Cain, because they represent really well the, you know, the, the Mexican flag. Yeah. Definitely. They are uh, real Mexicans, mm -hmm. you know, just, uh, I mean, I, I don't have support from the government. I don't have, you know, the support of big companies, nothing like that. Uh, My, my parents, they are my number one sponsor in my life, mm -hmm. you know, because they, they, they was uh, paying my tournaments, my equipment, everything. And, and really, I really appreciate, you know, in my, I appreciate that in my life. My parents is the, you know, number one sponsor in my mm -hmm. life. So yeah, that, that can make a better connection with the Mexican people. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, right now, this guy from Tijuana, uh, born and raised there, you know? My last question. Now that you're a champion, how many free Legos and Funkos are you getting? Because you, you need to be getting. You, have, you, you really have a good point, actually. Because you, you after, no, you, no, yes, def, uh, let me tell you the, the history. <laughs> so after the fight, next week, I, I went to the Lego store in Vegas okay. and buy my own set, right? okay. a huge mm -hmm. Lego set, you know? But then the father day in Mexico, I don't know if the same in, in, in the United States or mm -hmm. Brazil, but in, in Mexico is, is June 20, 25th. Okay. And my, my wife gave me a, a huge set. Uh -huh. My father-in-law gave me another a huge set. And I tried to find a huge a set from Spider man mm -hmm. but was uh, sold out in the page but some friend sent me a link uh, mm -hmm. in another in another store mm -hmm. and i buy it so i have too much you homework too, too much uh, homework in my in my, <laughs> in my house <laughs> thank you so much brenda thank you. thank you so much for the time